Welcome to the show. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Got a little game we're going to play to start us off. Get our wheels turning. All right. Get our juices flowing. Wake up a little bit. Wake up a little bit. That's right. So I'll give you a one word, like, line description for a country artist. Okay? I'll just read you a line about him. See if you can identify them. For example, the first one would be, this Georgian sold merch for Luke Bryan. Cole Swindell. Cole Swindell. Got it. Write your answers down, Amy Eddie. Here we go. Uh, When this artist was working as a bouncer... In Oklahoma, he broke up a fight in the ladies' room. One of the two women brawling was a woman he later married. Oh, love it. What? When this artist was a bouncer in an Oklahoma bar, he broke up a fight in the ladies' room. One of the two women brawling, he married. (laughs) Amy just gave me a look like she knows it. Amy? Garth Brooks. Yeah, Sandy was fighting in the bathroom and Garth Brooks broke it up. That's right. Next up, she's a member of a country group, but also the daughter of a legendary country singer named Linda. Amy? Hillary Scott. Eddie? Yeah, Hillary Scott. Hillary Scott of Lady Her mom is Linda Davis. Mm-hmm. Next up, his debut full-length album was named after a small Alabama town he often visited and was also the hometown of his wife who inspired much of the record. In. In. Amy? Sam Hunt. Sam Hunt, Montevello. Right. Yeah, That's it. I'm sick of sitting <laughs> at the house dying on my phone wishing I was somewhere I can be alone Despite selling more than 100 million records worldwide... This artist is not a member of the Grand Ole Opry and reportedly turned down an invitation to become a member. Huh? Who would do that? Can it be someone we've already said? <laughs> Despite selling more than 100 million records worldwide. 100 million? This artist is not a member of the Grand Ole Opry and turned down an invitation to become a member. All right, I'm in. Question. Are we only doing live or dead people? Or both? Wow, that's a great question. They're all live. They're all live. A hundred million and turned it down. All right. Not a hundred million bucks. A hundred million records. Yes. What do you have? I don't know. I put Garth Brooks again. (laughs) Garth is a member of the Grand Ole Opry. Oh, well, then. Never mind. Eddie? I feel like the only person that would say, I don't want to do this. It's Eric Church. Mm -mm, It's not Eric Church. And I don't think he sold a hundred million records. Okay. It's George Strait. Oh. oh Why'd he turn it down? You have to appear a certain amount of times. He doesn't live here. Oh. You can't get on a plane and play? No. Ten times a year or whatever the, the appearance. I, I don't know that that's the rule, but I've heard that's that's why he, he doesn't feel like he can do it justice. Interesting. And if he takes that, he doesn't want to take it and not be able to do what he's supposed to do as a member. Wow. Okay. All right. He went to Appalachian State University in North Carolina for business. Which is the same school as one of his music idols, Eric Church. Huh? Oh. He went to Appalachian State University in North Carolina for business. Which is the same school as one of his music idols, Eric Church. In I'm in. Got a guess, but I don't know. I don't know. Amy? I don't know for sure if he went to school, but Morgan Wallen. 
<laughs> Fair enough, Amy. Fair enough. Uh, I, I Scotty McCreary is from North Carolina, so I went Scotty McCreary. Well, the answer is Luke Combs. Oh. oh. <laughs> Eric Church is his idol. Didn't know that. Okay. Uh, sudden death. Who's from the same hometown as Eric Church? Is it Morgan? Are you Who went to high words? school? No, somebody, Morgan Wallen or somebody went to high school with Eric Church. I don't know. No, Morgan Wallen and Kenny Chesney, I think, went to the same That's school. it. That's so close. What's, <laughs> what's happening right now? Early. That's early what voice. I'm talking about. Okay. <laughs> okay, next up. Last one, if, if somebody gets it. All right. She first entered the public eye during her time on a reality singing competition, Nashville Star, in 2003. She released her major label debut two years later, which went on to sell a million copies. I'm in. In. Amy? Miranda Lambert. Eddie? Miranda. Nice. Now we're at sudden, sudden death. Buzz in with your name at any time because yeah. I'm reading it and you get to answer it. Okay. Come on, come on. Before this became his main focus, which is music, this singer went to the University of Oklahoma where he landed. Eddie. A, what? Eddie. Toby Keith. Where he landed a spot on the Oklahoma Sooners football team but never played before dropping out. Oh, it's probably Toby Keith. The answer is Toby Keith. Yeah! yeah. Hey, that's a good game, though, you two. I like it. That's a good game, you two. There they are, Amy yeah. and our big players here. All right, let's get rocking here on Thursday's Bobby Bone Show. Appreciate you guys. So, Eddie, I'd like to say Merry Save Miss to everyone. Yeah, well, you're, you're pronouncing it wrong. Oh, Save Moss. Oh, save As in, like, save more in Spanish. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wants to tell our listeners how to save money. Go ahead. So Dave Ramsey has his ways of saving money or whatever, and I've tried all of his techniques, and I feel like I have a couple better ones. Okay, here's Eddie telling you how to save money for Christmas presents here. Eddie Ramsey. And it's nothing crazy, and you've probably heard of it before, but I'm telling you it works. This weekend, last weekend, I bought a Christmas tree, and I used... The price, the price comparison technique, where I got another store that had the same tree and found a lower price, and I bought the tree. And I said, "But this store has it for thirty-five dollars. You're trying to sell it to me for fifty, and they fell for it. I got the tree for thirty-five dollars. How cool is that? I've never done that before, and it totally worked. And the lady goes, "You got us." And I was like, yes, Merry Christmas. And I was like, yes, yeah, good. Moss. Yeah, same Moss. And, <laughs> and, then, and then another one that always works is I, I t- I'll tell them I order whatever and I say, do you have a coupon for that? Because it's in the, the days of going to the newspaper, cutting out coupons, those are no more. Now you go and you tell them right there, do you have a coupon for this or any promo deals? Wow. Guys, I'm telling you, like four times out of five, they say, actually, we do. And, and they he, pull it out and yeah, scan it? They, they don't even pull it out. They just say, yeah, it's 25% off this. If you ask for it. If you ask for it. I'm telling you, and that is how you save Moss. Okay. Merry Christmas. We get it. If I'm working at a store and you do the thing to me where you're like, this is the thing at the store, it's this price. Like, yeah, yeah. Price matching. Like, this other store has it for this Then go much. to the other store. That's what I say. <laughs> See, I, do, I totally <laughs> thought they were going to say that. <laughs> but they didn't. <laughs> they did it. They said, you got us. You win, sir. You win. We'll lower the price right. for you. Wow. There Good you go. Game. Hey, Merry Christmas and Merry Save Mom. Yes. yes. <laughs> hey, so what happened? So I went to a stop sign and kind of rolled a little bit too ahead of the stop sign. I stopped fully. I was obeying the law, but I was ahead of the stop sign and the white marks that would cause if anyone was crossing the street to have to go around me okay. a little bit. And there was a person jogging and he was really irritated that I was a little bit ahead of the line. And so he had to run and then run around the car, then get back into the line. 
Yeah, but you know what I do when cars are at stop signs and I'm trying to cross? I just go ahead and go behind them. So it's like not a thing. It's not a thing. That's what I do. And it's not like I did it on purpose. And it's not like I knew he was about to jog up there because he was moving fast. He wasn't there when I got there. But then, boom, there he was. And he had to go around me, gave me the death look through my windshield. And I was like, I even looked at him like, I'm so sorry. Like that. Then I'm watching him. And as he passes me, he stops on his run turns all the way back around while running and flips me off. Wow. <laughs> Nothing wrong with and that. And he wow, held it up there really for, aggressive. it was like a, it was like he a, like, he, he did, wasn't he like flip it? off. Yes. <laughs> he pulsed his hand pulse. at you? It was like, <laughs> like, like I'm not Times seeing three. it. And he just looked at me like, I ruined this guy's day because of this one thing. Like, it was so much that, that I wanted to roll down my window once I turned right, because then he's, I could, you know, pull up beside him and while he's jogging. What? I was going to roll down and be like, are you having a bad day? That seems like, <laughs> like a lot to flip someone off over. Yeah. yeah. Because like, you have I to go like, around the car just a little bit. I just want to be like, I hope whatever is going on with you, like you just feel better. I am so sorry if I contributed to your bad day. But I mean, obviously I didn't, but I was tempted because homeboy, it was rude. Uh, I've done it before when I'm out running and someone rolls through the stop sign like that. I'll, Not rolls through. She stopped. No, no, no. But you are putting their life at risk because you're not but, paying attention and stopping before the stop sign. Okay. I've hit the, the hook. life at risk. He's already stopped when he runs up to her. I, no. I didn't roll into him running. No, no, no. I was already there. He was annoyed he had to go around. She was exactly. stopped. No one's I've, life was at I've risk. I banged on the hood oh, of God. cars oh. before. Giving him the bird, cursed at him, and the reason he doesn't go behind you is because if he goes behind you, there could be cars coming the other direction and he doesn't see them, and you need to go in front of the car. It's easier to see cars coming well, from I the other direction. I can see cars. I can well, yeah, see cars when it, I go. It had to be a small part of the neighborhood. Yeah, Lunchbox I was, is acting like I you're running across not, Times Square. No, <laughs> in you a guys, busy area. Y'all, it was quiet. There was flip, nobody if, else around. Listen, if a skinny dude like Lunchbox flips off another dude, he'd probably get beat up. <laughs> yeah, no. Like, if it's like a, a man like that uh-huh. also has a short temper, or a gun... All it yeah. takes is you to get irritated. Like me, I'm not. I'm just gonna be like, sorry. Yeah. But like, if it's a big dude, yeah. they'll whoop lunchbox. I should have just yelled out. Have you ever heard of Grace? I didn't mean to do it. You it's... didn't do anything wrong. That he hasn't done either. Yeah. He... I've never flipped anybody off in my life. I me don't either. think. Yeah, oh my me goodness. Be careful with that. Yeah, not not as far like as a joke so maybe nasty. years ago, but never like in my car do I flip someone. It just doesn't happen with me. Oh, I've been flipped off a lot. What's well, it you can't exactly. drive? Exactly. Especially, yeah. I mean, in, in all over. I got flipped off a lot in Houston. That was probably a rough summer for me. <laughs> My mom was there at MD Anderson, and I we lived there for six weeks, and I didn't know where I was going. And I, that's where I know the some of the most hardcore drivers are. I won't classify them as rude people, but I just feel like in Houston, they got places to be. And if you don't know where you're going and you're messing up their drive, they will flip you off. <laughs> Do you say flip off or flick off? You say flip. Flip. Lunchbox flip. Flip them off. Does anyone say flick on the show? No. I think I probably have. Flip. But yeah, like to- y'all taught me a long time ago. I think to start saying flip. Well, it's like Coke and soda. You know, it's like <laughs> where you're from. Regionally, is yeah. wherever you're from. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's thirty second skinny. Keith Urban was surprised by how quickly his song Wild Heart was released. I sent it to my manager. To say, hey, we just did this last week. What do you think about this song? And he said, I think we should put that song out. And I went, 
when? He's like, now. Kelsey Ballerini hopes to create a Christmas album at some point in her career. I would love to do a Christmas album one day. Um, it's It's been on my goal list for a while. Um, I just want to make sure I do it in the right time. And I would love to write some some Christmas songs um, down the road. I would love to when I have time. But um, I, I have a, a mad love for Christmas. Thomas Rhett wants to write a classic Christmas song one day. You just kind of hope that it's cool enough to survive one year and maybe it'll get played the next year. I think my dream in life would be to write a classic Christmas song that gets played until my kids are older. But there's a lot of classics out there that are incredible. I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. A library in Missouri has turned an old newspaper dispenser into something much more useful. It's filled with school supplies, non-perishable food, and personal care items that are free for anyone in need to take. And they're calling it the Kindness Cupboard. And yeah, it's painted really bright, happy colors. And people can just go walk up to it. Whatever they need, they can grab it. That's good. Lunchbox, how would you feel with that? Man, I'd get some free stuff. But if you didn't need it, though. I mean, you can always use something. There's always something you can use. I love it because there are people that really need. And if we do have someone that takes advantage of it a little bit, like Lunchbox, that's no, okay. But Lunchbox is adult enough to know he shouldn't be doing it. Like, one of my neighbors has one of these old newspaper dispensers, and this is exactly what they use it for. And sometimes my kids think they can go in and grab a snack. <laughs> and Wait, I have Your te- neighbor has one? Yes. I'll swing by. Okay, great. <laughs> I mean, but kids, they can learn. But Lunchbox, you know better. That's... Hey, I love, I do love that, and yeah, I love your honesty, Lunchbox. What can I say? Thank you. What can I say? That was Tell Me Something Good. Let's do the Never Gonna Get It. Hit me with it. $25 up for grabs wow. if someone on the show gets it. Come on. The question is, women are three times as likely as men to consume this. What is it? I'm going to go to Amy first, who sits right to my left. Amy, what do you think women consume three times? Three times as likely to consume. A latte. A latte. Okay. That's one guess. Lunchbox. Oh, man. I I, I mean, the first thing that j- jumped in my head was tomato juice. But then I said, what? that's so stupid. <laughs> and I wrote down reality TV. Ooh, one with the side angle. I like yeah. that. Interesting. It's always something a little different than you think with these mm-hmm. questions. That's why I had to think outside the box. Eddie? So as soon as you asked the question, I thought the Starbucks line, you look at it, and I would say there's probably three women to a guy ordering coffee. I'm not going to go latte like Amy, so just give me coffee. Coffee? No, every man drinks coffee except for Bobby. Well, your answer is coffee. Hey, why do you always take little shots at me? <laughs> For no reason. Well, Bobby, yeah, there's no reason for that. Yeah, it's the same new thing. That wasn't a shot. Okay. I, so lunchbox I, does not drink coffee. Oh, ex- or lunchbox. Sorry, I thought every man drinks coffee, and then I was like, oh yeah, Bobby doesn't. Morgan, <laughs> I'm gonna go with wine. Okay. Oh, oh that's good. That's real good. Ray, I went the television route as well, and I put kids' cartoons. Okay. As well, uh, um, Morgan number yeah. two, you may have got it. Here we go. Good. Women are three times as likely as men to consume this. Is it coffee or lattes? No. It's not. Oh. Incorrect. <laughs> Is it? You guys think it's Morgan, so we'll hold her to the end. That's Is so it kids' good. cartoons? <laughs> <laughs> Is it reality TV? Is it kids' cartoons? <laughs> of course not. <laughs> uh, for $25. Dang it. Wow, 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 wow. Mm. 
Who feels like she got it right? I do. I do. I do. For sure. No, I do. Because, I mean, yeah. That's so right. Women are three times as likely as men to consume this. Morgan number two says wine. Is it wine? Yeah! yeah! Oh, you got it! <laughs> wow. Dang. So do we have to pay her the dollar Ooh. from the day or no? No, no, no. no. You, you, if you oh. live, yeah, she, yeah, you're good. She made $25 today. Dang. Dang. Listen to a lot of old school hip hop when I work out or run. It's kind of what gets me through. And I heard Bombs Over Baghdad by Outkast. I forgot how much of a jam this song was. I've kind of re-added it to my playlist. This is early Outkast. And so I was thinking, what are some other awesome songs that I'd forgotten about that I just wanted to bring up again so maybe people remember and add to their playlist? So here we go. These are three songs that I used to love, forgot about, but refound in jam. Number one, Pay Me a Birmingham. Mm. Pay me a Birmingham. Who sings it, Eddie? Tracy Lawrence, man. Yeah. Just, it can, I have another list that I listen to when I work. It's 90s country. And this came on, and I was like, man, I haven't thought about this song in forever. It is so good. So good. My second one is Dwight Yoakam, Fast As You. Oh, come on. One of his later hits, but still. It's good. Where he goes, oh, oh, so gay. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, sick <laughs> Yes. And my other one is on the alternative side, around the same time. You can tell when I was born, because it's all 90s stuff to me. Amy, before you play the clip, Raymondo, Amy, do you know anything from Our Lady Peace? <gasps> I know. Yes, but I can't think of it. You forgot about him? Oh, yeah. dude, that's so good. You doing clumsy? I'm doing Superman's Day. Oh, that's a good one. This is I Superman's Day. Yes, but it's not my thing. I, I wouldn't. This wouldn't make my list. Man, when I was a kid, even in college and a little bit in high school, like I had just had so much country that I was like, for a minute, I got to stop. And so I was really into the alternative stuff. <laughs> and uh, it was about two thousand ish. Maybe it was nineteen twenty. And um, I had a friend who lived in Dallas record The Edge on cassette tape, yeah, 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 the alternative yeah. station. Just record an hour, flip the tape, record an hour, then mail it to me. And I'm just listening to that tape. And that reminds me of stuff like that there. So, all right, Amy, what's your one song that you're like, dang, it was good. I don't make sure people don't forget this. One Republic Apologize. That's a good one. Yeah, this just stays in your head forever, too. <laughs> Going, Eddie. Okay, so I used to like this. My parents would listen to it, and my brother would listen to it. And then you played it on a on a Bobby cast that we did together recently. And I, I was like, dude, this is so good. Afternoon delight hit me. <laughs> when I hear this song, though, I think of Anchorman. <laughs> do you? Yeah, because they do a whole scene where they're having a picnic. And- See, I think of Goodwill Hunting. Sky rockets in black. Yeah. Afternoon delight. Lunchbox. Oh, this this song has a deep message, but it also has a very simple message. Party like a rock star. <laughs> and where would you listen to this? At the club. Would at you request club. it? Yeah, all the time. You go to the DJ. Go to the DJ. <laughs> hey, can you put on party like a rock star? It's the jam. Like this is such a good song. Oh.
Raymundo, you have one? Yeah, I went with Butterfly by Crazy Town, definitely like 20 years ago. That was a crazy. They were good for like a day. <laughs> that one song, right? Um, they had uh, a song too, Starry Eyed Surprise with Paul Lokenfold. This guy did Shifty Shell Shock, okay, the lead I didn't singer. Know that. But, but yeah, they had a couple. But maybe I was a little too much of a fan. I just know I know a lot about them. <laughs> it's now time for a segment we call Rejected Segments. Rejected segments. Oh. So these didn't make it, and I compiled a bunch of them, and then I come on and read them all. <laughs> these are ideas that people on the show have sent me. The, and what inspired this was Lunchbox sent this. Bobby, we need to lock your hair. Would you be willing to let us sell your hair? Abraham Lincoln's hair sold for $81,000 at an auction. This could be some extra spending cash. <laughs> Abe Lincoln. <laughs> yeah, I think it would be great. People would go crazy to have a lock of your hair, and it would just be like an extra 10000 bucks we'd make. You know, Bones, no, he's not wrong. No chance. Right, Eddie. He's not wrong. Yes, he's very wrong. Nobody gives a crap about my hair. These listeners would buy it. <laughs> no, they wouldn't. Oh. And that's why it's a... <laughs> Rejected segments. Oh. Here's another one. Eddie. Eddie sent this. I had another crazy dream. We don't ever talk about dreams Mm -hmm. on this show. Mm -hmm. Dreams never make it. He said, however, this one was a good one. And if it ever came true, I would start taking my dreams a little more serious and believe that they were actually telling me things. I dreamt Blake and Gwen broke up. Save the date. You heard it here first. Yeah. What is the difference between that and Raymundo coming and saying, I saw a tweet. It may mean something else that it says. You had a dream. Yeah. Guys, if But it, he saw something in real life. Bones, if it <laughs> happens, you can come back to this rejected segment and be like, wow, Eddie did have that dream. Gosh, oh, I, oh, man, I had well, a dream. Carrie's going to have another kid someday. So if it ever happens. Okay, now see, you're just making not, that up. I had a exactly. dream that you're going to have to drink water today. See, you're being dumb about it. I had a dream I can't even share right now. And this, what the? Whoa, <laughs> go, I, I, this is a segment that made it. Go ahead. <laughs> Accepted segments. <laughs> go ahead, Amy. More? That. No, it's more of like a nightmare, and I hope it doesn't come true, Eddie. What Eddie? is Whoa. it? <laughs> what, go ahead. All right, that's why it was a rejected segment. Oh. Here's another one. Raymundo said, I may have found the creepiest website of all time. Wait till you hear about it. <laughs> what is it? It's just called Window Swap. It's not even that creepy. But what do you do? It is. So people broadcast from their houses, and like sometimes the window is in their bedroom, and so there's a live audio feed. So sometimes people leave the camera on it, and I think maybe they're having fun in the morning before they go to work or something like that. But you just go to it. You can see cities across the globe, other people's windows, and I thought maybe Bones could do this in his window and put it on the website. Mm -hmm. Well, that's why it was a (laughs) rejected segment. Here's one from Eddie. (laughs) (laughs) This is terrible. Again, these are segments sent to me that they want to talk about on the show. Uh, Ray is trying to win a contest at his apartment complex. <laughs> I got a text from one of our friends that does videos. He said that Ray hit him up over the weekend asking if he could shoot a video of his apartment for $100. <laughs> Ray said that he's trying to win some open door contest that his apartment is having and the prize will be a Visa gift card. <laughs> yeah, too late. We already lost that. So, Did you try? Yeah, absolutely. And they picked a different guy he lived with, I guess, his family. So they went that route instead of just me and Bay. Okay. Oh, let's do one more. Here's another one. Rejected segments. This one's from Eddie. Oh, my God. It says, is hey you always said in a flirty way? This is a good one. Okay, go ahead then. Yeah, is it? Because there's a mom at my... mm, Shouldn't have said that. There's someone at some place. (laughs) (laughs) 
that every time she sees me, she goes, hey, you. And I'm like, what? Like, why don't you just say hi? I feel like she's flirting with me. So I want to ask you guys, does that mean she's flirting? I, mm. Hey, you. Hey, you. But, but guys, listen. Hey, you. I mean, it is a or, little, it has a flirty connotation. Like, hey, you. I don't know that's that, different. but he's he said she's not going. Hey you, she's yeah. going. Hey you, hey you. No, how do we know she's not going? Hey you, and Eddie's hearing it as hey no, you. <laughs> I wouldn't make that. Maybe up. she doesn't know your name and it's awkward, so she just tries Good. to say hey you. Does she lick her lips before she says it? No. <laughs> no <she laughs> Is doesn't. your wife around when she says it like never, that? Never, never. If your wife's around, does she not say that? I didn't notice. I will pay attention next time. So do it again. What does she do? Hey you. I'm borderline on this. Right? Yeah. It can be funny. It's like, hey, you. She's yeah. Like, but I, she does it all the time, Eddie, though. I really think she doesn't know your name. She's, she's doing what Bobby does with his, Caitlin's dad. Hey, hey you. Hey. <laughs> I don't even say anything. It doesn't make eye contact and start talking. That was Rejected Segment. Oh. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. In Rhode Island, a silver alert was issued for a 76-year-old man. That's when an older person goes missing. He has dementia. They couldn't find him. So this officer, he's on his off day. He grabs his canine, goes looking, finds him in the woods. Oh, wow. Yeah, the dog picked up the scent, found the 76-year-old man all on his day off. Wow. Yeah, how about that? That was Tell Me Something Good. Amy, do you think attractive couples have attractive kids usually? Have you seen Jason Aldean and Brittany Aldean's babies? Okay, kids? listen, I love Jason. He's not a, a supermodel, though. Well, I don't. They're, they have the most beautiful. They're, they're good looking, though, and they have the most beautiful children in the world. She's very pretty. Yeah. <laughs> but I thought that that would be I a good example. I, I thought that would be a good example. Yeah. Listen, I'm no beauty queen. I'm a- like Aldean. Angelina uh-huh. Jolie and Brad Pitt, their the- babies, very yes, pretty. Yes. Listen, I would say that, you know, if when Caitlin and I have a kid, that if it's pretty, it's because of her, not because of me. Fair sure. And I would say Fair. Aldine's kid, not because of him. Yeah. Hopefully it has like his <laughs> totally. singing ability, like grit, mm. attitude. <laughs> but you kind of hope, we all, we talk, we're like, you know, don't you wonder what side of the genetics? Because, I, you know, if, if let's just say we have a kid, if it has her athleticism and my nerdiness, the kid's going to have it all. However, if it has my athleticism, <laughs> it's probably not going to be very good. Yeah, yeah. Although she's really smart. Um, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, scientists say that children who have beautiful parents, like physically um, physically attractive parents, have a 70% likelihood of being attractive too. Oh. Cindy Crawford's kid? Oh, isn't, she, she, she looks just like stunning. her. Yeah, she looks like, well, uh, her name is, because her last name's not Crawford. Yeah, and know. she's also one of those kids that's always on E now, like E the uh-huh. E Instagram oh, feed. And another uh, Gwyneth's daughter, Apple, beautiful. Mm-hmm. I mean, and Chris Martin, he, what do you think of him? Great looking guy. Yeah. Well, pretty, <laughs> pretty good. Hold on, hold on. Good looking guy for a nerdy guy. Yeah. Like he's got the. He's a good looking nerdy guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to go over and do the joke? Yeah. The morning corny. What do you call a man with no arms and no legs on stage? What do you call a man with no arms and no legs on stage? Mike. <laughs> Mike on stage. Microphone. No arms. Is that funny? <laughs> yeah, I thought it was well, funny. Well, what do you this like this one? We've done this one before. What do you call a man with no arms and no legs at in your, the, water. the front of your door? Oh, what? Matt. Matt. Okay. <laughs> And then Bob floating in the water. A bobber. <laughs> it's the wall art. 
Mike. Oh. <laughs> oh, I've never heard of These art. These are all really good bones. <laughs> Maybe this one just doesn't tickle me in the right spot. All right, uh, close that up. I mean, oh. <laughs> that was the morning corny. So you get in an Uber and he's texting and driving? Yes. So you know how Uber drivers have their phone up on the dash for the map or whatever? Well, he has like some extra phone that he like had down below and he was like, I guess having a conversation with someone. He's trying to sneak him in because obviously he doesn't want me to see that he's texting, but I can see that he's doing it while he's driving. And I'm like, rude. This is my life in your hands. So one star, no tip. Boom. You know what? I agree. Yeah, I know. I don't ever hand out one star, but I just thought that was completely unprofessional because I'm sure it's not part of his employee handbook. And it's not safe. He's putting... Uh, again, we have to say this a hundred times in a row. They will test people out drinking and driving and texting and driving. And yeah. the people that text and drive fare worse than drinking and driving. Yeah. He's driving you around and risking your life. If you turn to other people. Yeah. And like, that's his job. That's, and he was trying to be sneaky about it. Did you say anything to him? No, I'm not that cool. Or that's also, what or I was going to say. Amy, we busted her on her phone texting and driving. So for her to give one star and no tip without even saying anything, maybe say something and he quits. If he doesn't, then, but you were a little harsh on the one star. But I'm not, no driving, he's not driving someone around, someone for around. My job. And I uh, shouldn't be texting and driving. So one star for me. No tip. Yeah. <laughs> I would wow. do it to myself. That stinks. Yeah. And I agree with you all the way around on all of that. Yeah. But Lunchbox doesn't. <sighs> he thinks you should... Uber and quit, right? No, I said just say something and quit. Oh, okay. There you go. Quit. Quit Ubering, brother. If you're feeling anxious, they say you should watch a TV show that you loved to watch when you were a kid. Because anything nostalgic reminds you of a time when you felt secure. That's cool. Kind of relaxes you a bit and calms anxiety. Wow. I like that. That's nice. I do that when I sleep. I watch The Office every night. Not because I was a kid, but because it calms me. I know what's going to happen. I don't have to worry about... Because if I'm watching a show and... I'm like, ooh, I wonder what's going to happen next. I can't go to sleep. Uh, here is Lindley from Texas. Here you go. Hey, morning, studio. I was just had a random thought, and I was wondering if you could tell me if I made this up or if y'all used to do this a really, really long time ago. They used to go like, I feel good. Oh, I feel so good. Uh, did I make that up? Also, does Bobby have a belly button? A long, long time ago, there was a segment, and I swear he said he didn't have a belly button. Anyway, weird things will make you go, hmm. Okay, uh, two things. You're right about both of those. When when people used to win a game, I would go, how do you feel? And their cue was, I feel okay. good. Oh, oh I, I feel, feel so good. good. Huh. And then we'd keep going. Much the way that people call and they go, morning studio, and we go, morning, all together. Mm-hmm. Just little call and answer type things. But yes, we used to do that probably 10 years ago. And then I only have part of a belly button because I have a scar from when I ruptured my spleen and they had to take it out. I have a scar going from right below my sternum down to my close to my pubic bone, and it had to run through my belly button. So I only have part of a belly button. So both those are pretty accurate. Let me see that. Good memory. Wait, look at that. They're right there. <laughs> see it? Hey, yeah, thank you. Yeah. Um, let's see. Here is three kids from Buffalo, New York. Hi, I'm Emma from Buffalo, New York. Hi, I'm Abby. Hi, I'm Alex. My grandma loves your show, and it would mean the world to her if you could shout out, Happy birthday, Gail. We love you, Grandma. <laughs> Happy hilarious. birthday, Gail. That's so awesome. Cool. All right, here's another one. Hey, Bobby. I'm getting married, and I need to pick a garter song. And everyone does the Magic Mike uh, Pony song, and I really don't want to use that. I prefer it to be country, so if you guys could help me out, I'd appreciate it. Well, there's always Honky Tonk Badonka Donk. Oh, that's good. If you're looking for, like, a song 
that is dancey, goofy, sexy. You know? Honky tonk, but donk it donk. Or you can just do anything upbeat. You could do Blake Shelton Footloose. Although oh, yeah, not really good. But it's boom, jump, boom, boom. So what about um, Big and Rich? Save, Save a, a horse. horse. Yeah, that's yeah. a pretty good one too. All right, let's do one more. Here we go. Last voicemail. Hey, Bobby. How are you doing? Hey, studio. Um, I know that you guys have tattoos, or some of you do. Um, do you think 50 is too old to kind of look at getting your first tattoo? Right? Love the show. Keep it up. Talk Ab- to you guys later. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely not. No. Don't let other people's feelings about what they should do at their age affect what you should do at your age. These are just social constructs that people have. You want to get a tattoo at 50 or 70 or sometimes people are like 80 and they get their first tattoo? Have at it, man. The only thing you got to worry about is how good it makes you feel. If it makes you feel good, go to town. Because who cares what everybody else thinks? So go and get that old English written on your back all the way across. <laughs> it says Mack Truck. <laughs> yeah, with a bulldog face Finally. on it. Finally. <laughs> have at it, man. I could not be more supportive of you. Who cares what age you are? All right, there you go. Those are the voicemails. You can leave us a voicemail anytime we're not on the air. 877-77-BOBBY. Eddie said he saw a hit and run yesterday. Oh, yeah. Right in front of me. So I'm driving. I'm leaving work. I'm driving. And it's a two-lane road. You know, so two, two of us are going one direction. And on the left lane, this big old truck hits a car. Boom, right in the back. Destroys the trunk. And I hear it, and I go. I slow down to kind of see what happens. And while I'm looking, the truck just cuts me off, almost hits me, and just peels out and starts hauling down the road. Mm. And I look over to the car, see if they're okay, and they're just kind of like with their hands up, shocked, with their phones in their hands, trying to call the cops. I said, "All right, you you handle the cops. I'm following this truck." Oh, so what? I, <laughs> hey, I'm in the jeep, so I start going. Start following this truck. Guys, this truck is passing cars in the turn lane, like going on the opposite direction. And I said, you know what? After 30 seconds, like I can't keep up. I can't handle this. And then the car that got hit passed me. So I said, all right, it's your deal. You you deal with it. You saw oh. the car that got hit and then chasing the truck? Yes. Oh, and I, I was 30 seconds into my pursuit, and I was like, you know what? It's my son's birthday. Like, I need to be home and get home safe and yeah, not deal safe. with this. That's, if I'm thinking someone is something's making them scared where they need to hit and run and leave, like, who knows what else they have? What yeah. if they have a gun? Oh, I just think they don't have insurance because a lot growing up, we didn't right. have insurance a lot. And I was, they were like, hey, oh. if you ever hit somebody, just run. <laughs> Wasn't the great, the best <laughs> idea. Right. Yeah. I get it, but I mean, you don't have insurance. They you have hit drugs. a car. And now you're putting all these other people in danger while you're trying to escape the the scene of the accident. I mean, I don't understand that mentality. Like, it, it was good for you, though, to not, because what are you going to do if you catch them, really, except call the cops Call the cops, tell. describe what they look like. Get a, but you could have hit somebody. Yes. And I killed know. somebody. I know. But so, and, and let's be real, my Jeep couldn't really get, catch up. It's not fast enough. Did you call the cops? I did not. I felt. I Wait, felt. You didn't even call the cops? No, because I felt like the people chasing them, they were already on their phones. They were dealing with it. And plus, I'm one person, Bones. I'm going to call 911 on one hand and then follow the perpetrator. You the went for one. 30 seconds. It's I not know. like you're driving all across I town. I, Perp. I have this problem with feeling like other people have it taken care of already. Like, I don't like calling cops for some reason. Well, no one likes to have to call the cops because it's never well, a positive situation. Eddie, I hope if you see something really serious, you don't have that mentality. Like when I see a car accident go down, I'm always like, oh, yeah, there's people dealing with it. I never am the one to call the cops. And I feel like I should change that in my life. Lunchbox, what would you have done? 
Listen, Eddie, you gave up like a sissy, dude. Like, if you're going to be a good citizen, you're going to start pursuit. You got to go after the guy, and you pull out your camera and you start videoing. That way, you but have not the, while you're driving fast. Oh, no, no, no. Listen, cops have dashboard cams. This is your dashboard cam. You got it in your right hand, left hand on the steering wheel. So you got license plate, everything. You got the car. And you see all the other violations they're committing. So these charges are racking up. You are a terrible citizen. You would have got a reward, I bet. Exactly. You, you would have got yeah. a key to the city. Wow. Really? Yeah. Yes. If I had your own day, Dang. then it would have been Eddie Day today. Like, if that was me, <laughs> trust me, that guy would be on the side of the road and we'd have a citizen's arrest. You're oh. all talk. You think Get you'd have pulled here. him over and jerked him out? Oh, for sure. Cut him off <laughs> right in front. And then how do you cuff him? <laughs> run him into the ditch. You run him into the ditch and then you got something in your car, take off your shirt, use it as a tie. <laughs> Women can use a bra. I mean, there's all sorts of things <laughs> you can do. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm into Take this. my bra off and, and use it as a handcuff. Absolutely. Okay. Huh. Hey, but you know what? You Next do, time, you, huh? Next no, time. no, there is no. You're gonna hide. You're, you'll hide, man. Oh, I'm too scared. What kind He's of going truck 25 was it? Miles it was like a dually, white, uh, like a Whoa. Ford white pickup truck. Wait, you weren't fast enough to catch a dually? Exa- no, 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 he, was, no, no. But he wasn't fast enough. He was scared to go after him. <laughs> is what it is. I'm on your side, Eddie. Thank but you. I would have called the cops. I did this one time in my life, and the cops told me to stop chasing them. I'm like, okay. Never did it again. Oh, now he has a story where he did it where he chased him. That was like 15 years <laughs> yeah. ago. All of a sudden, he was bright, big, bad Eddie. <laughs> it's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. Luther Younger is 98 years old, lives in Rochester, New York. He walks six miles a day to see his wife in the hospital. Aww. He says, I ain't nothing without my wife. It's been a rough pull. Luther, a Korean War veteran, has been married to his wife, Waverly, for 50 years. Their daughters take care of their aging parents. She says, hey, listen, I can drive him. He doesn't want to wait for me to get home from work, so he just walks. And he walks six miles a day at 98 years old to see her. A GoFundMe page has been created for the couple to raise money for medical expenses and rides to and from the hospital. It's raised $33,000. Wow. It's awesome. It's awesome that he's 98 and is still like in Getting love. Getting his steps in. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, two different too. things. <laughs> <laughs> and there you have it. That's Tell Me Something Good. That was Tell Me Something Good. All right, here's the game. I'll read you one line from a movie. Just tell me the movie that it is. It's easy uh, movie quotes. <laughs> Write your answers down, you three. It's Amy. Lunchbox. Our video producer, Eddie. I'll act it out. I'll read it myself. Oh, perfect. You tell me what movie it's from. Movie number one. There's no place like home. Movie number one. There's no place like home. In for the win. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in. Amy? The Wizard of Oz. Lunchbox? Wizard of Oz. Eddie? Wizard of Oz. All right, easy. Number two. I will look for you. I will find you. And I will kill you. I'll react out one more time. It's pretty good. Thank oh, you. what is that? Name of the I will movie. look for you. <laughs> I will find you. And I will kill you. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in for the win. Amy. Uh, taken. Lunchbox. Taken. Eddie. Taken. Well, it's easy. Ooh, I almost yes. ransom. Number three. Ooh. Very nice. Oh. Easy one-line movie game. Okay. I'm in for the I'm win. In. I think I got Betty it. Very nice. <laughs> Amy? Borat? Lunchbox? A Borat. Eddie? Borat. You guys are rocking it. Yeah. How about this line? You want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? What? 
yeah. You know what is so aggressive toward me? I'm sorry. Yeah. What? I'm in for the win. <laughs> <laughs> you want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? Ah! There you go. Oh, go no. I'm in. Okay, I'm in. Amy? Napoleon Dynamite. Shoot. Lunchbox. Dumb and Dumber. Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. You two are still in it. Amy didn't know that? Did not. They're in the, they're in the big dog truck. <laughs> in the van. I mean, yeah. No, okay. You kind of sound like. Hey, 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 hey. No, you're fine. I hate to host. No, he did it really Thank well. You, you Thank did. You, you Thank did. You. Yeah, I'm not you're saying welcome. you did it That's bad. Why you're still in the game. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, here you go. One line from a movie. We're going to need a bigger boat. <laughs> no, man. We're going to need a bigger boat. Am I still playing? No. No, no Amy. No. We're going to need a bigger... What? What? <laughs> that was a terrible <laughs> rendition. Okay. Uh, we need a bigger boat. We're going to need a bigger no, we're gonna, boat. We're going to need a bigger boat. Uh, whatever. I'm in for the win. Let's rock. Step Brothers. I have no idea. Eddie for the win. Bones, for the win, it's Jaws. Yep. Right? Raymundo, yeah. play that clip for me. You're going to need a bigger boat. There you go. That shark is so big. There he do- All that dude does is win. Come on, There he man. is. There yeah. he is. Yet again. Come on. I'm the only one clapping for you. Thank you, Bones. Eddie, let me, let me, yes, let me yes, say please, this. Whenever please. they win, you clap like crazy. I do. Uh, Eddie, I sing your song. Let's all I it. know is there was one single clap happening, and it was me. <laughs> That's all I heard. <laughs> Lunchbox calling a hotel saying he's a social media influencer and he wants a free hotel room because he's going to give him a uh, Instagram shout out. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Okay, listen, I am a celebrity that travels the world. I am worldwide famous, 200,000 followers on Instagram. So I'm trying to barter for a free hotel room. I'll post a picture on my Instagram and that way my listeners will be like, wow, I need to stay there when they come up there. All right, we don't have that here, sir. No, no, we no. We don't have free rooms here. No, no, you, I post a picture on Instagram. That's what us celebrities and social media influencers do. No, you'd have to pay for the room, sir. How many pictures do I have to take for a free room? I'll put it on Twitter, too, where I have two. You have a great day, sir. You have a great day. <laughs> All we right. Don't do that here. Didn't look too good for him. Mm-mm. Well, a couple of things. One, you have to learn how to say influencer. Yeah. <laughs> and then two, don't say your listeners because you're not selling a radio show. Yeah, I, I'm not used to that. I'm... But I messed up. Okay. All right. But they Influencer. said no. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no yeah. hotel room. Yeah, 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 yeah. Record? Are you guys recording? <laughs> Are you recording this, boys? <laughs> record? Eat that. We help you. Uh, yeah. Uh, social media influencer here. 200,000 followers on Instagram. I go to locations like your golf club, and I will post pictures of me out there playing, saying like, oh, come look at this beautiful course. In exchange, you give me free golf. Oh, that's probably not going to happen. <laughs> Picture me on hole 18 sinking a birdie putt, and they'll be like, wow, we got to go there. And then that's going to get people to join our golf club? Absolutely, ma'am. That's, okay. that's what I do. I put things Thanks on. anyway. Mm. Oh, I'm buying that. She's, no. <laughs> I don't think they get the concept. Really? Yeah. Like, what do yeah, you mean? I think I'm talking to older people. They don't get it. But he explained that if he takes a picture on the 18th hole, that. And seeking a birdie. Ah. Good morning. 
Uh, yes, man. How you doing today? Uh, my name is uh, Lunchbox, and I'm going to be in New York in about a month. And I am just trying to say I'm a social media influencer, and I post mm-hmm. pictures on Instagram. And so I'm wondering if I can get a free breakfast so my 200,000 followers will come to your establishment. Uh, I cannot do that, sir. If I can guarantee 200 people would come in your establishment, can I have a free breakfast? I cannot do this, sir. Okay, so when I come, I, w- I want the fried chicken and waffles <laughs> and the smoked salmon eggs Benedict. That is so awesome. I really appreciate you working with right. me, man. Excuse me? I-, I did not say it was good to go, sir. All right, thank you. For- okay, th- th- <laughs> bye-bye. I did not say it was good to go, sir. Mm. Hello? You, Gordon? <laughs> Roll on this, boys. Well, it does seem easy when people write stories about it. I know. They're like, yeah, social media influencers. Mm-hmm. Most of them aren't worth anything. I mean, I see some people that I follow, and I see them staying at these hotels. The hotel one, for example. I see them staying at hotels. People I know, and I see them tag. And then also, I'm like, are they they getting a hookup here that I'm not realizing? Because then there would be a card like sitting on the nightstand welcoming that person to the hotel. They probably wrote it themselves to look cool. (laughs) Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Auburn, California. Two men went to a gas station and said, give me all the money. Took some money, stole some candy, and drove away. Police responded, found them a mile and a half away from the gas station. Their car ran out of gas. (laughs) So dumb. So dumb. (laughs) And they had a bunch of stolen purses and stuff. They'd been breaking into cars in the area, so they got busted for a lot more than just robbing the gas station. So dumb. All right, thank you, Lunchbox. I'm Lunchbox. That's your Bonehead Story of the Day. We are going home, but thank you for listening. You can catch up on everything. Just search Bobby Bones Show on demand on iHeartRadio. Search Bobby Bones Show on iTunes. You can listen to the whole thing. Listen to the Bobbycast, a show I do from my house. Just search that, too. All that. Thanks for being here. We would not be able to pay our mortgages or eat our meals without you listening. Right, Amy? That's right. We appreciate you. Thank you. We'll see you soon. Bobby Bones.